Welcome to Let Me Live Podcast. My life, my rules. My name is Coco Gunn, and I'm so happy you decided to press play. I'm excited to spend the next 15 or 20 minutes with you to help you create a personal development routine, stay motivated, and become the best version of yourself. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you won't miss another episode. Also, feel free to leave a rating and review as it will mean the world to me. Ready to get motivated? Let's get started. Welcome back to Let Me Live Podcast, my life, my rules. I'm your host, Coco Gunn, and happy whatever day of the week it is for you. I'm so excited to be back, and today's topic was a little bit touchy, but I am a huge advocate for transparency with you guys, and so I know the story I'm about to share with you um, is going to be something that some of you guys can actually relate to. You just probably have never talked about it for fear of judgment or just you brush it under the rug. So, um, today I'm just going to give you the rundown of the two toughest weeks of my life, which happened right in the holiday season of this past year, 2022. So um, I'm trying to to figure out where to start (laughs) because it's, it may be an emotional episode. I'm going to do my best to hold my composure. Uh, But let me begin by, by letting you guys know in July of last year, I turned 40 and I knew that my body would be changing. And I knew that Uh, possibly my hormones would be affected. But at the time, I didn't really understand or to know to what extent that I would feel different. And, you know, people say all the time, well, age is just a number. And, you know, it is, it it, it is, it's just a number. But your body's aging and it's, you know, it's, things are happening. And so I um, have always been a super emotional person. If you are into the Zodiac signs, I'm a cancer. And so we're just known for being super emotional and super, super just in tune to our intuition and, you know, all these things. But in August of last year, I just felt a change and, um, I wasn't able to express myself. I was easily disappointed, easily frustrated, snapping, but all the while I was keeping a smile on my face. And, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably couldn't tell that I was going through one of the most difficult periods in my life. And I can tell you right now, mental health is so important. And depression, especially, well, any kind of depression, but seasonal depression is a real thing. And I've never been diagnosed with depression. I've obviously done my research on depression and the effects on your mental health. But because of who I am as a person, I was afraid to let anyone know what I was experiencing and what I was going through. And if you haven't you know, caught up with the news lately, um, we've had a lot of celebrities who have committed suicide because they didn't ask for help and they didn't understand the importance of saying to yourself and saying to your close friends and family that 
I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not okay. Something is wrong and I'm going to need all the support I can to to get through this. So I wasn't happy um at the time and I was, you know, brushing off every everything that I was feeling. I was kind of just sweeping it on the rug because I'm not a celebrity by any means, but I didn't want to tell people that I wasn't okay. And I didn't want them to know that I was struggling. I didn't want them to know that I had, I was just keeping my, barely keeping my head afloat. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, um, you may be able to relate. So the thing is, is I, I continued on this path and it lasted, let's see, August, September, October, November, and December. So about five months and two weeks before the Christmas holiday was when everything came to a head. I, um, I didn't want to be around anyone. I, everything kind of just, you hear my dogs in the background, Layla, I'm recording I'm recording. You hear me recording on the microphone right now? She's looking at me, you guys. Um, I didn't want to dance anymore. I didn't want to do my podcast. I didn't want to be in my relationship. I just wanted to disappear and become non-existent. Um, And it just seemed like everything that I was experiencing at the time, everything that I was going through um, that had been built up for the past six months just came out. Um, I couldn't hold, I couldn't brush it under the rug anymore. I mean, literally I, I probably, as a matter of fact, I did. I cried every day during those two weeks and there was nothing, there was literally nothing anyone can do to help me besides just be there. Um, I just was in this and I, and I didn't, to be honest with you, I felt like the world was attacking me from all angles. My job, my dance team, my relationship, my podcast. And it just seemed like nothing was going my way. I didn't feel successful. I didn't feel accomplished. I felt like I was just at a standstill, you know, on top of, you know, my comfortability with my weight gain. Like there was so many different things. And I was like, I am not okay right now. Like, I got to figure out what's going on and I don't, I didn't know what to do because I'm used to being the one that's giving the game plan of getting out of the situation. I'm probably the worst person at taking my own advice. (laughs) So that's something I'm working on this year, but I really just, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have the strength anymore to hide what I was feeling. Um, I didn't want to go out. Um, I didn't want to do any of the things I love to do. I just honestly felt like, why am I here? Why, why do I need to be here? Right? So it was terrible. And, and to give you an idea, the thoughts that I was having, um, and this is just a few of them. I'm weak. Um, you should be grateful for what you have. You're selfish for feeling this way. No one cares. Stop playing the victim. I'm ugly. I hate my body. Um, I could let myself go. I'm not loved. I'm not appreciated. I'm not valued. And that was just a few of them, you guys. Like when I tell you, it was a really, really dark space for me. And um, I reached a point, a breaking point, and 
I knew it had to stop. Um, and I was like, this is not who I am. This is not, I don't want to live like this. I want to be happy again. I want to find the joy in the things that I love to do. And so, um, I can honestly tell you that I did end up coming out on the other side of this experience and, um, I needed to acknowledge and acknowledge the feelings and actually feel them. I would brush a lot of my emotions under the rug because I didn't want people to know how bad it was. And I always grew up being teased for how emotional I was. And still to this day, people are like, you're so emotional. I mean, I am. Like, I cry if I'm sad. I cry if I'm angry. I cry if I'm upset. And that's just how my my body functions. But I had not had the opportunity or even given myself the grace to acknowledge the disappointments, to feel the frustrations, to to feel, you know, the things that I knew I needed to work on. I would just be like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. And let me tell you, I how I started to realize how I work is if something wasn't going well, right? Like say my podcast wasn't going well and there was a challenge. Instead of me facing that challenge and working through that challenge, I would start another project to make myself feel special and to build my ego up because the project I was currently working on wasn't doing well. And that's been a toxic trait of mine, I think, for a very long time. And I don't think I truly, genuinely acknowledged it until those last two weeks of December of last year. I knew that I could no longer brush things under the rug um, in that the universe, whatever you believe in, but for me, um, it felt as if the universe was not going to let me enter this new year with all this emotional baggage, things that I've been hanging on to. I'm the worst, you guys, about letting things go. And I think I did an episode on how to let things go, and it's been a struggle for me. Um, so, you know, I wasn't letting go of anything. And the funny thing is, is that um, someone on Instagram the other day had made a comment and they said, why do you have to wait for the person who hurt you to apologize to start healing? And that hit home for me because I know when I do wrong, I apologize and I want to you know, make that person feel better, but not everybody's like that. Some people are never, sometimes you're never going to get that apology, but you have to understand your healing is for you. You have to, your healing, your process, your growth, all of that is for you. It's not for anybody else. So if you're waiting for that apology so you can start moving on with your life, you have to come to the realization that you may not get it. They may not want to apologize. They may not think they've done anything wrong. So you have to make a solid decision for yourself and say, hey, look, I'm I've got to start healing. And that's one thing that I didn't do, which is why I ended up in that position that I was in. I was not letting things go. I'm talking years of hanging on to things and years of not forgiving. Um, And and it's more of like, I want them to know how bad they hurt me. So I'm just going to make them suffer. You know, I'm going to make the, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm not going to socialize with them. I'm going to avoid them. Um, until they send me an apology. But the only person that I was hurting was me because people that had hurt me two or three years ago, they moved on. 
with their lives. And this is me being transparent to you guys because it's embarrassing to say it out loud, you know, that you don't know how to let things go. You know, it's, it's, it's like, okay, I'm putting it out there and I'm admitting it, you know, like now I have to work on it because now people will hold me accountable. So I'm expecting you guys to be like, Coco, you said you'd let it go and you're not letting it go. (laughs) So, you know, um, so 2022 was just a tough year for me in general. Um, I was transitioning through a lot of things. I mean, turning 40 is a big deal and you're entering a new decade. And as much as you want to be excited, you know, your body is going to change and it's not going to do things that it used to do. And, you know, yes, it's a mental game, but I, I, I can see the changes in, in myself. And, um, I, instead of being vulnerable and patient, I was hiding my feelings and experiences from myself and from others because of fear of judgment. I did not want anyone to think that I was weak. And that's been a societal thing. You know, you're weak if you cry. You're weak if you have a, a breakdown. And that's not it. You're just human. You're a human being. And there should be no reason why you're running from things that are naturally happening to you. Um, so yeah, it's so funny. I'm literally saying this out loud and I'm like, you got to do a better job, Coco, of taking your own, <laughs> taking on, taking your own advice. Um, so I'm sure that you're asking me or you're asking yourself, okay, well, that was two weeks ago. Christmas has happened. New Year's, are, New Year's has happened. How am I doing now? <laughs> well, I'm doing better. And um, I've had to make some very tough choices so I can help myself move forward. And um, there's five things that I've actually chosen to do for myself. And number one is give forgiveness for me and not for other people. If someone hurt me, someone disrespected me, or someone just made me feel a certain kind of way, my forgiveness should be for me. It shouldn't be for them. So that's a goal for me is to forgive, let it go and move on as opposed to just hanging on and gripping, you know, for dear life, the pain that someone's caused me because at the end of the day, they're going to move on. As you hear my dogs barking in the background. (laughs) Um, Number two is realizing others' perceptions, perception of me is not reality. People are going to talk about you regardless, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's positive or negative, like literally it's going to happen, but that's their perception. Half the time they're watching your social media and that's, that's where they're getting their opinion from. (laughs) And I'm a prime example. If you saw my page or you saw me post, you would have never known that I was going through something so tough and difficult. So keep that in mind. Realize that others' perception of you is not reality. Um, Number three is let go of the negative thoughts about myself. So like many of you, during the pandemic, your girl put on some weight. (laughs) And it's not coming off as easily as I put it on. So I've had to accept that the negative self-talk 
is not going to be healthy for me. I'm not going to look like I did five or six or seven years ago. It's just not reality. My body is different. My body has changed. I'm older now. So I need to let go of the negative self, negative thoughts about myself. Um, Number four is I needed to realize that age happens. Getting older happens. It doesn't have to affect how I live my life. And it it really, it has because I've allowed it to, but I'm still doing active things. I'm still dancing. I'm still playing volleyball. I'm still going to the gym. Um, But in the back of my mind, I can tell you, oh my gosh, I'm too old for this. I'm too old to be wearing this. I'm too old to be wearing that. Oh, I'm too old to be doing this. I'm too old to be hanging out with these people. I'm too. Age is, uh, it happens. All of us are going to get older. (laughs) We're all going to age. And it's just part of life. And number five is understanding how important it is to take breaks when I need them and not when I'm at, not when I'm at my breaking point. And that's usually my trend is I won't stop until I'm broken. And it's not healthy because I ended up being where I was two weeks prior to Christmas. And it was a very scary place. It was scary for me. It was scary for Vic. It was scary for my close friends because they didn't know how to help me. They didn't know what to do. They didn't, there's no rule book (laughs) besides going to see a therapist, right? And so it affected people, not just me, you know? So I, I told myself this year that if I'm getting overwhelmed and I just can't, I just need to stop. And stop caring about if someone's going to be disappointed. If my mental health and and what I'm feeling internally is more important than anything out there, because I don't want to feel like I don't belong here anymore. That's that's a scary place to be, and. I've seen it happen. I've had close friends that it's happened to. Vic's had close friend that close friends that it's happened to. And, you know, I don't want to get there. I want to be my happy-go-lucky self and positive self, you know? So those are the things that, you know, I'm going to work on for me. And, you know, this is going to be a journey. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. But I wanted to share it with you because I know I'm not alone in this. And you're not alone in this. If you're feeling just not yourself, it's okay to go get help. It's okay to go get therapy. It's 100% okay to admit that you're not your best self right now. And you're going to need some support, whether that's just a friend that listens, whether that's just space, you know, taking a solo vacation. You know, um, I can tell you, if you are in this place right now, please don't give up call someone, reach out to someone, you are not alone. And there will be times when you may feel like that. But listen to me when I say this, the world needs you. You'll be surprised how many people are impacted by your courage, by your strength, by your sense of humor, um, by your ability to just be you. So, you know, there are lots of resources out there to help you. And, you know, I encourage you all to learn from my experience. 
And I am extremely grateful to be surrounded by people who are not going to let me slip into a space that I can't come back from. And if you're in that place right now, send me a DM. You know, I will be more than happy to talk with you and, you know, kind of give you some encouragement or just be listening ear because we're already in a really just weird, whacked out world right now. And the last thing that we need is for people to be in a headspace and something happened to them. So if you do need help, please don't hesitate to DM me or you can call the National Suicide Prevention Line. Um, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. So thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope it's provided some value for you. And if it did, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get notifications on new episodes. And if you really enjoyed it, please share as well as for free, leave me a review. You can stay in touch with me via my Instagram page at Let Me Live Podcast or my personal page, Kogo with a K underscore gun. And if you have topic suggestions, you can email me at Let Me Live Podcast at gmail.com. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you next time. Bye.